Hi, you are listening to the Muscle Normal Gamers Podcast. My name is Gabe That's Not Waterfall. Woo! I am here with AJ Mostly Initials ID. I'm all letters. Shane Sim Game Pavlik. Hey, what up, everybody? And John, I forgot your damn nickname, Swanson. It's, uh, I know what That's it is. That's my favorite it's the, one ever. It's John, the pharmacist with the sharpest wits, Swanson. Ah. Yeah. That's so good. That I like. Hey, speaking <laughs> of which, I found out today I passed that fucking board exam that I had to take. Oh. Nice, dude. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations. That's, That's awesome. I know how long you studied for that. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, high five. Air five. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's, back that's to video games and important things. Always. John, I heard you've been putting something on your face. I have. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. I use an SPF 15 every day. <laughs> <laughs> that helps you know, keep those wrinkles away. No, I got... Help. Uh, I had some... Best Buy gift card money burning a hole in my pocket that I used to uh, purchase an Oculus Quest, awesome. which serendipitously also came with Vader Immortal 1, nice. 2, and 3 this month. That's so so cool. I played the first episode of that, and it was it's cool because I'm a Star Wars nerd, and I obviously dug it for that reason. The mechanics... Have you guys played a lot of VR? AJ, I, ha- I have... So is it like Beat Saber, but you're just holding one? Or do you have like a so. force push I've never played stuff? Beat Saber. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, imagine you're holding two lightsabers. That's exactly what it feels like. So it's like, do you use both hands? Um, Yes, but the right hand to use your lightsaber. And so far, I only played the first episode of three. You know, like when R2-D2 needs to hack a door, how he goes up and sticks his member into the thing and turns <laughs> yep. it around. <clears throat> you do, yeah. <laughs> you have, like, a tool that does that, and that's about, that's what you oh, do with your cool. left hand. And you also oh, have, yeah. like, a, the rest of it's just, like, some simple platforming stuff that they do in uh, every other VR game, like, and it sounds really stupid talking about it, because you do this in regular video games all the time, but climbing a ladder... Or, like, moving around for pipes and stuff like that. And it actually made me a little bit queasy a couple times Uh, doing stuff (laughs) like that. Because you'll, like, go down a level when you don't expect to, and your body's like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) You get in a... You get a deflect stormtrooper shooting at you. Oh. Which is kind of cool. And then you get in a lights... Well, you have a lightsaber, but these droids have... I don't know what they're called. Aaron would certainly know what they're called, but like the, uh, you know, those, I mean, we've, most of us played Fallen Order, like those dudes that have like the, electric. Yeah. Like blades. the electrified sticks or whatever. Yeah. You fight a couple of droids that have those. The only thing is like, it's very remedial. So <laughs> the lightsaber swings you can, or the electric stick swings or whatever, you can totally tell they're, like, coming at you and, like, where they're coming from. It's very slow, <laughs> like, deliberate. And then the same thing with the phaser guns that the stormtroopers are shooting. You can definitely tell why stormtroopers have never hit anything if that's how fast <laughs> their lightsaber blast move because it moves at, like, three miles an hour. So, Is there, like, a difficulty scaler or something that would increase those speeds or...? It's possible. I didn't even look into the settings, to be okay. honest. I just, okay, I'm just uh, curious. played the story and did, like, the training thing where you... It's kind of like where, you know, Luke in episode four or, like, the first movie in our chronological time mm-hmm. puts the blaster shield on and then Obi-Wan has that little droid pop up and shoot things at him. Yeah. You train against one of those things. And then... Nice. Uh, That's cool. Your droid companion is really cool and funny. She's I can't. I meant to look up who plays her uh, character or who's her voice actor because she's pretty. Just has a lot of witty comments and stuff like that. So it's entertaining. And anytime you see Darth Vader like coming at you, I mean, you know it's not real, but <laughs> it's just this foreboding. 
gets thing the heart pumping. Only get in <laughs> VR, man. It's really kind of that's cool. fascinating. Yeah. The, the graphics, I think you guys probably knew this already, but I would say out of the two, I only have a PSVR and a Quest, so I can't speak to like the higher end ones, like the one Valve came out with or whatever, but graphically it's probably not as good as PS4 or PS4. Really? But I did get it to hook up to my PC with the Oculus Link thing that you can do now. Yeah. Nice. You have to buy any. It's not like an Oculus branded USB cable for $100 or anything. I bought a $18 cable from Amazon. Oh, that's good. 3.0 Type-C cable, and it works with with Steam. So you can play any game that you buy on Steam and or anywhere else through that so nice it's pretty cool man i hope to use it a lot more um, you should definitely it, definitely get beat saber yeah i want to i just i'm cheap when it comes to certainly not in all things as i do have two vr fucking headsets but for sure uh, <laughs> like that it's like 30 dollars on oculus website oh, Ooh. okay which i don't know if that's a lot or not but and then when oculus does deals they do deals on packages of games. If you if there's a sale, it's not on one game. It's on this package of five games. Weird. Yeah. So it's and they're all like similar themed or whatever. So it's like an action experience is ten percent off. So it bundles all five of these games together and then takes ten percent off of that, and then that's what you pay for it. <laughs> so it's kind of goofy. It is really cool, though. Like, the interface, the controllers are obviously way better than the PSVR ones. Like, you can... It knows where your finger is. Yeah. I did a lot of, like, hey, Fonzie from... Dude. Like, because it knows where your thumbs and your index finger are. (laughs) So you can, like, like, go around, like, doing the Fonz to, like, everybody you walk by. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. In Star Trek... In Star Trek Bridge Crew, you, it's cross-play between Oculus and PS4. So the people who have it, they can move their finger, <laughs> and you can only move your whole hand. And it's so, like, people in, like, the pregame lobby, you just look at each other, and they're, like, me, 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 like, fingering at you because you can't yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so... Because, like, you're all sitting around a table, and you can move your hands and look at each other. And, like, they just... Yeah. <laughs> And you're just standing there with like this flat hand, like, yeah. like you're doing the robot dance. Yeah, or something. you could do like. Can you hear that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool. I hope to, you know, gain some. I'll play those other two episodes. I heard that doesn't really get much better, and in fact, it gets slightly worse. But I guess I'll judge that for myself when I play those. And they're kind of short. The first one was maybe like an hour. So I'm definitely glad I didn't have to pay 10 bucks for it or whatever, 20 bucks or whatever it is. So I'll let you guys know when I play more of that. Cool. Yeah. And that sounds uh, great. Also, I've been playing Days Gone, which Sweet. contrary to popular belief, man, and I hate to have a hot take, but it's <laughs> kind of fun. I think the reason people might hate on it is because it's more of the same. It borrows from a lot of other games that do similar things such as Tomb Raider and Uncharted and Far Cry 5, 4, whatever. Um, but it does them well. It borrows from them and implements them very well. The story definitely isn't catching me at all. And this guy's like your main character is kind of tough to the story isn't good. He's tough to empathize with so far. I'm probably like maybe four or five hours in. I don't know. He's just kind of a guy. And <laughs> but it's it's fun. It's if you enjoy you know those types of games, open world action, somewhat RPG ish, similar like I said, Tomb Raider, Assassin's Creed yeah. Odyssey, those kinds of things. It's very in that wheelhouse, and it's a lot of fun for what it offers. Um, yeah. See if that changes over the course of time, but I don't know. Shane, I thought you were playing that. Did you? I not? Was, yeah. Yep. I never finished it. Uh, did you like it or not really? I did. Yeah. I stopped playing it when the gameplay started becoming repetitive. I actually, the more I played, the more I liked Deacon. Uh, I, I feel like he is really flat at the beginning, but he 
starts to develop like they do the story in a way that you slowly start to feel for him and like you you want things to go his way right on um, so and he just he like the way he taught like anytime he comes upon these groups of freakers or even humans that are like other drifters or whatever camps of other drifters yeah he does this thing where he's when you're like sneaking through the camp or whatever trying to covertly kill them mm-hmm. and he's he's like yeah you fucking stay out of here you fuckers like under his breath, and it's like, dude, you're kind of a psychopath. Like, <laughs> so, I'm gonna fucking kill all you. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, dude. That no, I totally know what you're talking about. Just like, uh, I don't know, maybe I don't know. I'm kind of off put by that part. Yeah. And, so, but the game. I, uh, thinking about that, right? I, I guess spoilers if you know absolutely nothing about this game and don't want to know anything about this. But you know, he's his girlfriend or wife i can't remember what she is goes missing and he's just like angry and thinks she's dead uh and going around with her brother so in a world that is just chaos so yeah i've never been in that situation so i don't know uh if i would become an angry curmudgeon but uh, (laughs) you know it's when he's just like, well, I'm going to fucking kill all these pieces of shit. It's like, okay, yeah, sure. That, yeah. that makes sense in your world, man. Yeah, <laughs> it probably does. He, he hasn't and been also, laid in 575 days. <laughs> no, that's what Days Gone is about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't have online porn anymore, dude. Talk about yeah, no Tinder. Soft. There's no Tinder. Yeah. Um, Hola, chicos. What's, hey, up, what's up, dude? What's up, dude? Here's a special guest. How's Mexico? Muy bien, muy bien. Y Minnesota? <laughs> it's muy frío. Ah, sí, sí. Sí, sí. What's up? How you guys doing? Sorry, I figured I'd just hop in real quick and say hello. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. That's awesome. Dude. Drinks. Yeah, I was just sitting by the floor. Oh, we're calling while I was like, say what? I said we could use some of your Star Wars expertise. Oh, that, that I'll have to another time. I just wanted to call and say hello to everybody. So I hope uh, I hope Gabe is is out of the snow. Gabe, are you there? I am out of the snow. There was That's literally good. two feet of snow for like this whole two mile road. My <laughs> my crazy. parents, my in laws' house has still not been plowed out four days after the storm. That's nice. Feel, feel okay, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So enjoy Mexico. <laughs> I will do. Just want to call in. Say how much hola. snow do you guys have down there, Aaron? Ay, mucho. Sí. <laughs> mucho. Mucho. <laughs> Pero el nombre de snow en México uh, se llama uh, piña colada. Drink <laughs> 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 some tequila for mucho. me. Mucho. <laughs> Mucho, mucho. Okay. Lime shots. Adios, mis amigos, y hasta luego en la próxima semana. Adios. Adios. Drunk ass. (laughs) Oh, that was a good time. I wish I was in Mexico. Me too. Me too, man. Me three. (laughs) Uh, So, day's gone. Shane, you've been playing Death Stranding. Yes. Yes. So how is that going for you? I know you've been playing it for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm about you've been um, you've been managing those loads. Yeah, all of them. (laughs) Uh, If I if they get spread across the world, I got to clean it up. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'm probably about 33 hours in, I think. Um. And I just finished chapter, well, actually, I finished chapter three and chapter four. So I probably oh, spent, cool. uh, goodness, maybe 10 hours in chapter three. And then chapter four took me probably three. So I think that is one of my complaints about the game is pacing. Okay. <laughs> um, because 
I was in chapter three for, and you know, mind you, I was picking up uh, cargo and delivering it and taking my time and uh, spreading it all out. Uh, and then AJ and I were talking yesterday and the whole game switched. It was not a delivery sim. Uh, all of a sudden <laughs> I was playing a third person shooter. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, geez. And it was, and so I was saying I wasn't dying. I was playing on hard. The game was really easy. This part of the game was so fucking hard. I kept trying. I was like, I'm not going to drop it down. I'm not going to drop it down. Fuck. I eventually had to drop it down. <laughs> it was so hard. And then I beat it. I was like, damn, fuck. And then I'm not going to give any uh, story spoilers, but this part ends I transition into the next chapter and they tell me I need to go see this person, but I have no fucking idea where this person is. And I'm just like, how the fuck do I find this person? What the hell? So I was playing again today and I, I, I couldn't find the person. So I'm going to have to look it up because I have no idea where they are. So I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like, okay, I think I've seen the best of the gameplay that there is. Mm-hmm. Um, now I just want to see out the story and move on. That so, makes sense. Yeah, so I'm going to sprint the rest of the game through uh, as soon as I find where this person mm-hmm. is known as Mama. Uh, Mama! Where you, Mama? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, hey, I saw, a gif, I saw a gif of like some zip lines. Have you seen one of those? I have not seen a zip oh, line yet. Um, cool. So th- that's one of the really cool things they do is like every key plot point you get something new and cool. Um, so I've liked that a lot because that, that's made it easier. Like, you know, I'm, I have trucks now, I'm driving the trucks, and if I'm on a long journey and I have to go through a lot of intricate mountains and rocks and I end up using all the battery in the truck and I have to run the rest of the way, like, now I can legit just run. I'm not holding L2 and R2 like I was. I just... You know, just like sprinting in any other game, hold down L3 and I'm fucking booking it. Uh, and I'm jumping over shit and even with a whole bunch of stuff on my back. So, <laughs> that's um, funny. yeah, it's the game evolves. So I, I'm looking forward to whenever I get those zip lines because probably it will be even faster to get to point A and point B. And in the mountains where it's really tricky to get through, we'll probably make it a lot easier. So, Hell yeah. Gucci Pucci is playing that game and I. I got into a party with him and I was like, have you been holding L2 and R2? He's like, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's so what you have to do. So when it I'd love to hear how far. Third person shooter, did it go yeah. back then to like delivery package mode? Yes, but okay. still, but now you have these weapons and they explicitly say, you can't kill anybody in this world. I'm not going to go into why because it's a story beat. No, I'll let everybody figure that on their own. But you're not supposed to kill anybody, right? And so I have these weapons, and I can use them on BTs now, but I have to do a certain thing. Yeah. Gotcha. To, so, so to be able to use them. So I have a question. <laughs> yeah. So, like AJ was asking you about zip lines and stuff. So can sure. you not utilize stuff that other people have built until you can also build it great question so it doesn't show up until you oh gotcha. um, so you know now like i have roads and bridges all throughout my world and for a while there weren't any <laughs> awesome so uh, does that just like all appear as soon as you're able to build it like you walk outside and now there all of a sudden there's all these bridges and roads and stuff. No, it kind of trickles in actually. So oh. it's not just like all of a sudden the world is just like, oh, you do this, boom, they're <laughs> everywhere. Well, yeah, uh, I was wondering what like, it does as far as like this, like where it keeps the time for you as an individual versus as a community as a whole. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this this is a really cool part of the story. So or not story, but a part of the game. I still don't have like my entire network of roadways across the u.s Um, what you have to do is you have to take a certain amount of resources you know metals resins things like that and then plug them in and then you can fill it up but you also need other people in the world to fill it up too once 
it is all you've done what you need to do and other people in the world have done what they need to do, then the roads will appear. So technically you're playing with like people at the same spot of the game as you are. Mm. Um, and you know, if you, you can progress further and you're going to be in, it's called a bridge link. Uh, you'll be bridge linked with other people. So you'll be helping them out. They'll be helping you out and vice versa. So I have about half of the road done and based on time that I've played and then kind of the over pronounced portion of the game where they're like, you are halfway through the game. Uh, literally that's uh, one thing that they said. Uh, oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, wow, could you say right, any then. more clearly? Uh, <laughs> you know, it was like in dialogue while things were happening, but I was just like, yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm halfway through. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, but, you know, I said last week there are 14 chapters and I am at chapter five now. So all of the missions in the chapters from here on out, there's either three or five um, all the way to the end of the game. Whereas chapters one, there was like 12. Two, there was, oh goodness, I don't know, uh, maybe another 12 or 13. And then chapter three, there was like 15. So, oh, wow. And then all of a sudden it just like short bangs, you know, it's like, so that's why I was saying the pacing just feels weird, you know? Yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, it's because they had to build this world uh, in there and have you being comfortable with the mechanics because, because I, w- I was so comfortable with the mechanics whenever it tra- transitioned into third person shooter mode. And like, I mind you, I still have a bunch of stuff on my back that I'm carrying. I was, very competent in what I was doing. So I knew how to do it. It was just really hard because it was not hard. Whereas if I was, you know, falling or things like that, like there's no fucking way I would have been able to do that. Yeah. It's interesting. And that's my uh, take on death stranding. And I'm going to keep going till the end. Awesome. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. We're looking, we're looking forward to hearing more about it. Of course, as you get closer to the end of the game. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd actually end up playing it. Is anybody else going to play it? I think I'm probably going to play it at some point if it goes on sale or something. Simply because I think I've run out of game. Yeah, we'll see how long COD sustains me. (laughs) (laughs) But while Shane connects all those strands, I've been connecting through cross-play games. Like, the things I've been playing, I guess I I picked up Rocket League on my Switch for a Black Friday sale on the eShop. It was $9.99, which is crazy because it's $30. Yeah, yeah, it's $30 for a physical cartridge. At least I think it's a physical cartridge. I'm not sure if you're just buying, like, the plastic thing with a code in it. But That'd yeah, be really funny. <laughs> yeah, well, I've seen other... I've seen them do that. Yeah, they do that a lot now. I think Overwatch yeah. is that way. It doesn't actually have a cartridge. It just has a download code. So weird. I think Celeste is for... like that. Yeah, there's a lot of games like that. So I was a little disappointed with the fact that Rocket League wasn't cross-save, so I had to... Not abandoned on my stuff, but I I can only play with my like everything I've earned over the years on PlayStation 4, which is fine because it's not that much because I've never bought like a battle pass or anything for it. Um, okay. So I picked it up on Switch and it's actually kind of cool because now all of the like rewards I'm getting in the early levels are like way cooler than they were when I was <laughs> getting them <laughs> like when it first came out or whatever. So that's pretty awesome. I've played with a couple friends crossplay. And it's just pretty sweet being able to play Rocket League in bed. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, that is cool. And then I've been playing some Pokemon. And I don't have a ton more to add because I haven't made a lot of progress since the last time. I think I've got a couple more gym badges. But I wanted to talk about how, just like in the old school games, they let you give them nicknames, which is just like the joy of like old school video games when you name like your character something really stupid and you know it'd be like that in the text so i named one of my i i I caught a a magikarp because obviously i knew that it would evolve into like it's a gyarados right yep i'm not exactly sure how to pronounce them well that's what it is i know what it is because i have one but i just don't know how to say it but yeah, so I got the Magikarp and I named it Sploosh. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got 
I've got Sploosh in my crew, and then all of a sudden it's like, your Sploosh is evolving. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I'm like, awesome. And then I get the gear also. It's actually, it levels way slower than my other Pokemon for some reason, but it's like my number two most powerful in battle. It's weird. But yeah, I love that. That I love my Sploosh. <laughs> AJ, this is the first, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, uh, I remember from our conversation with Nicholas Covado, the Pokemon CEO 2038. Yep. This is the first Pokemon game you've played since Pokemon Red. Is that correct? Yeah, like the original Game Boy version. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, well I played Let's Go Poke, Let's Go Pikachu. Oh okay okay. Yeah. Are you seeing like big changes between just red and this? Like, is this closer to Let's Go or is this closer to Red? Would you say? I mean, I'd say it's closer to Let's Go only in the fact that you're running around in like a 3D world. But when it comes to the actual battling, it's basically the same game that it's been the entire time. You have your four moves, and they, uh, you know, affect different elements differently based on the matchup. And that's the game. <laughs> so, so, let me ask a follow-up question there. AJ, are you enjoying it? Yeah, I am. It's the only thing I've been playing on my Switch lately. So, And it's not really that I'm enthralled by the story. It's actually kind of blasé. And I, I honestly, I can't recommend this game to anyone unless you're, like a huge, unless you're a Pokemon fan. Like, I would not recommend this game to anyone who's never played Pokemon. So there's that. So maybe that means it's like a medium game. Mm-hmm. But I also haven't spent very much time in the in the in the wilds or whatever. I've just been in the wildlands. I think that's what it's called. I've just been going through the main story, like pretty much beelining it, and then battling like every NPC I find. Okay. And the um, wildlands—that's where you like uh, can catch them and then yeah, to, like breed them, right? Yeah, and there's other people running around and stuff like gotcha. that. Okay. So that's a whole another aspect that I haven't gone into, but. I just zone out and battle, and it's really satisfying, like, choosing your move and having it be a good matchup, and then just, like, the entire life of the other guy's bar just, like, disappears, and it's something really satisfying about, like, watching that bar go down. (laughs) Nice. Nice. And it's just challenging enough where you have to think about it. I'm not gonna... Like, I've only failed one time, Uh, so as long as you're paying attention, you're not gonna fail, but... Well, wait till you get to the next chapter and the game completely changes. <laughs> and it's a third-person exactly. shooter. <laughs> it's a third-person shooter. Uh, Pikachu man. is like shooting oh, lasers out of his ass. It's like it's Nom. Awesome. Coming out of the woods. <laughs> uh, They're in the trees. Charizard. Yeah, Charizard's like a flamethrower. <laughs> 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 uh, good stuff yeah uh, good sorry didn't mean to cut you off oh no i'm just saying that's a, that's all i've really been playing and then cod <laughs> we'll get to that gabe what uh, what do you got so i have been also doing some gaming on the go not on switch though but i've been playing with project x cloud the future is now. <laughs> the future is now. I can play video games anywhere I want. Any of my video games. Just kidding. It's not any of my video games. Uh, like I talked <laughs> about a little bit before, um, they brought about 50 games out. And I'm assuming what they did is they just kind of put them on servers, loaded them up on some servers that are just blades of um, an Xbox One S. And they are allowing you to stream them over the air. So I'm in kind of a private... I guess it's it's public. It is like a public test. You've got to be invited to it, but pretty much anybody can get in, as long as you've got an Xbox gamer tag, I believe. And I'm an playing some games on there. And an Android phone, yes. It is only available on Android right now, and only certain versions of it. Android, How did you get invited so much to higher. I actually signed up. So on Xbox.com, uh, I went and I followed some links to, sorry, I don't have the exact links now, but to a sign up for Project X Cloud to become a tester for it. So I'm currently testing that. I've played 
a couple of games. I'm just going through it right now. I've played ReCore, Gears 5, Halo 5, Overcooked, Hellblade, Ori, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Those are all the games I've tried out on it. Um, I have to say the game that I've had the best time with so far is Ori and the Blind Forest. Um, The game I have had the worst time with, I would probably say in a perfectly imperfect condition environment, would be Halo 5. Oh. Uh, Just because... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, I am... I do like first-person shooters a lot, but the leg that Project X Cloud has just does not allow for first-person shooters to be played very well. Um, I haven't noticed, like, I've been okay at it, and I haven't noticed a ton of lag. It works fine for the most part. The biggest thing is there's an audio lag um, when you're playing. So I'm noticing, like, just half a second later, the audio is hitting, which is So it looks like you're watching an old Godzilla movie? Yes, yes. Perfect. It, like, when somebody like looks at you and you see the muzzle flash of them firing their gun and the the sound just comes half a second later, yeah. it really, really throws you off. Especially when you're playing something, again, like sure. a fast-paced FPS like yeah. Halo, where the time to kill is super low. And if you hear someone shooting behind you, usually there's enough time to just like, spin around and at least put up a defense or throw a grenade against the wall or something. But yeah. in this case, it's... That half second delay just isn't. You don't have enough time to react quickly after you hear the shots being fired, and you're just then laying on the ground dead. So yeah. I would say. So that one's question been on pretty that. tough to play with multiplayer. Yeah. So because you just played Gears Five normally, and then you said you're also playing it on XCloud. So what's the difference between yeah. those two? Uh, how are those uh, two? I, I played the campaign on XCloud. I did not play any multiplayer. Uh, okay. from Gears 5 and xCloud, and the difference was not noticeable. I played it just the wow. same. I, it played just as well on xCloud as it did um, on the console. Like, for me, just sitting in front of the console, which is plugged into the TV, and for me, sitting there with my controller Bluetooth to my phone, streaming this from, I'm assuming, Seattle. Yeah, that worked pretty well. The one thing, The one thing that there was a lot of in Gears 5 and it might have been just the levels that I was playing, because I was playing in the big, uh, I think it's Act 2, there's a big, open, snowy kind of valley that you're sailing through. And as I was on my little skiff sailing through that valley, like there was a lot of texture pop in, and there were some, um, some things that just hadn't loaded in the back quite yet, and then they finally popped in. So I would say that's definitely like a streaming issue, but it was, it was still really fun. Like The gameplay was no problem. I say Orin the Blind Forest is probably my best experience because there wasn't any of that texture pop-in or any of that um, visual pop-ins. The controls seemed like snappy and just as good as they were in Gears 5. Like There's very, very little input lag, nothing noticeable, and Ori is just a really fun game regardless. Yeah, it is a good game. And again, that's one that I've played. I played both on the go and on Wi-Fi. Like, I've played on over-the-mobile network and on Wi-Fi, and that has worked both good in both situations. Shadow of the Tomb Raider is the last one that I played, and I actually just played it on the way back. We are coming back from Duluth yesterday, and I was able to play it in the car, which is super nice. My wife was driving, and I was able to sit there and play video games, which is never something that's really happened before, besides playing with mobile games. So, um, I was playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider it worked pretty good. The only thing is, like, of course, from here to Duluth, there are some really rural areas. So there was some times where the signal would drop so low that it would just, it would lag. There was a ton of input lag, a ton of texture pop in. Like, it got really, really rough. It got to the point where I was like, I'm just going to close this off and I'm, I'm not going to play games right now because this is, this is really tough. Yeah. yeah. And, just to be fair, and just to be fair, like, there's some parts of driving through Minnesota where I can't even stream like Spotify music, so it's oh, definitely totally. not on Xbox. So it's uh, definitely on the phone service. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's kind of what I want to say is like so far my experiences have been great with XCloud. I would say Halo Five online that's the one thing that's been a struggle, but 
I'm not very good at Halo, like, in general. So I'm going to say that that's also on me. But I do see it getting better. I really enjoy the library of games that they've got out right now that I'm playing. I am looking forward to playing some of these games. Like, Ace Combat 7 is on here, so I'm looking forward to playing that because I didn't purchase that game. Um, Also, Forza Horizon 4, I'm looking forward to playing that on the go. I feel like it'd be really fun to play a car driving game while I'm in a car. <laughs> Genius. Do you, so yeah. do you have to pay anything? Yeah. Or do you just like go no. into a library and access all this stuff? I'm just going into a library and accessing all this stuff. And I just literally, I push a button on my phone that is Xbox streaming. It takes about five seconds to load up. And then it puts up a list of games. And then I can click on, like, I'm looking at it right now. And I can click on Arc Survival Evolved. And it gives up a little description with a little rating. And it says play. I can click play. And about 15 seconds later, I'm in the game. That's pretty Wild. sweet. Yeah, that is sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. So that's what I've been doing. I've been playing some some games. And then, sorry, the does it have save states and stuff for, like, your individual thing? So if you yeah. drop out, you can pick it up again, like, right where you left off? Yes. And, like, literally when... When we were driving down, my wife asked me a question. It was, you know, should we take 694 or should we stay on 35 when we're going home? Um, and I was like, let me check. And I just clicked back on my phone and it brought me to my home screen. I went to maps, searched where we needed to go and told her we should take 694. And then just opened that, like, just tap the streaming button again. And five seconds later, I was back in the game. So like, it just paused it automatically. I mean, I don't know. Again, that was I was playing Tomb Raider, so I don't know how it would look like in a multiplayer game. But yeah, it worked really well. That's cool. That's really cool. That's uh, exciting for what the future holds uh, for the streaming capabilities of gaming, because we know Stadia is not, you know, holding up their end of the bargain. But you know, on Reddit, I have been seeing kind of a change yeah. uh, in Stadia as well, though. You know, it seems like folks are having a better experience than initially being reported but neither here nor there so i think that the i think the people that are playing it are liking it and the people that aren't are just criticizing it or i think that the people that are criticizing it aren't playing it i i do think that things like xcloud and things like stadia like if you can get into a game without the high entry price of a console i think that's that's a really good thing and I, yeah, I think it's awesome. only going to be positive. And like, it, it could be even just like, if it's just that little gateway, you know, the gateway drug to console. The gateway like, drug. I'm fine with that. I'm the pusher man. <laughs> just take one hit of xCloud. <laughs> it sounds like a drug. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like you say it like that. And I want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> I know one drug that we've all been on is the Call of Duty drug. Oof. Oh, <laughs> what an acronym there. What does that stand for? I, I, I don't know that street name. I don't know that street name. It's a hard drug. So, yeah, so yeah. we've all been playing Call of Duty. AJ, have you finished the campaign? I finished okay. the campaign. John, and... have you? I know that you yeah. almost got through it in one sitting. Yeah, and then I finished it like the next day i think or two days later i just <laughs> rented it from ed Bo- or Redbox, so i was kind of on a time crunch oh yeah. for sure <laughs> shane have you been playing the campaign at all uh, i have i have i'm going through one mission a day in it so oh, i'm perfect. on uh day three awesome uh-huh. what about you i i of course finished the campaign we talked about that a little bit earlier we will we'll do a spoiler cast on the campaign because i think that I think we're all going to play it. I think Aaron may be the only one who hasn't started it yet, but I think. And I oh, he may he have finished it. I, I didn't know he was getting it. So I think he was going to do what John did and just like red box it and uh, uh, run through the campaign. Yeah, I think he was the one that gave me the idea. Somehow that didn't occur to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, duh. It's super smart. Like, if you're just going to play the campaign, especially for like Call of Duty, where it's just like an eight hour to 10 hour campaign, like, yeah, man, just red box it for the weekend. Yeah. Knock yeah. it out. Word. However, that multiplayer is so good. Ooh, uh, it is God. so good. Yeah, you guys uh, talking about it kind of makes me want to pick it back up. Yeah, dude, you should buy it. <laughs> yeah, Shane and I played. Yeah. I didn't realize this during, but we played for like two and a half hours. 
yeah. the other night. Like it went from it went so fast. All of a sudden, so I looked fast. at the clock and it was like nine thirty, and I was like, "Oh, this should probably be our last one." <laughs> yeah. What mode yeah. in particular? There's a whole bunch of different modes, like a surprising amount, and you can curate your playlist. So we were doing. I had it curated so that it was like two. There's different types, but there's two different types of team deathmatch and then two different types of team domination so that's what we were playing is just between those two uh modes back and forth like random gotcha that is one of my favorite things about this club duty is that you can they, they just got a checklist of all the modes and you just check the boxes that you want to play if you don't want to play code confirmed you don't have to play code confirmed ever mm-hmm. yeah and it'll like if it, it'll move you around in lobbies, like so it keeps things fresh, so you're not just playing with the same like ten people all the time. I man, this they really really got this game right. <laughs> they it's did. so good. Like yeah. I jump, I, I was hesitant to buy it because like I always lose at these games, and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna buy this game. So I bought it and I played the campaign first, so I could like kind of learn all the controls and I, I like Googled the best controls and stuff like that and watched like a video for like the settings and like how I should have my control set up before I started playing. So I've like learned with those controls or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've got, so I've got crouch and slide on my stick so I can slide and aim at the same time or whatever. Perfect. And then man, like this game has got me excited, but it also like, there's some fear because I've only consumed Doritos and Mountain Dew in the last two days. I'm worried. <laughs> I, I'm never coming back out of this Dude, Call yeah. of Duty hole. Sounds about right. <laughs> I actually yeah, it's a slippery slope, the, man. That's, that's what happens. You start playing COD, and then all of a sudden yeah. your diet goes to Doritos and Mountain this is, Dew. This is uh-huh. actually a true, 100% true. I went to the store to buy pizza rolls because... There's a fucking promo code on the pizza rolls that you can unlock a watch in the game, and all it does is tell time and is on your arm. <laughs> I'm actually going to do that, too. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> and you have to buy two packs. You have to buy two packages because you need two codes to get it. <laughs> oh, those assholes. So I've got two packages of pizza rolls now just for this damn <laughs> watch. Dude, I love how they... Do you guys remember... I think it, I can't remember which Halo game it was, but you got... Or was it Halo? You got like a uh, space ice cream for it. Really? It. Yeah. It came like yeah. package. Not... What was that? Do you guys remember that? Or I don't. when uh, Halo Three? I know they released like a color of Mountain Dew specifically for that, and you got codes like you're talking about that you could put in, and it gave you stuff with or points toward your account or whatever it did. XP or something, yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. time-honored tradition, man. Yeah. That's Push one thing movies. I haven't seen, like, a ton of this year is usually Call of Duty is they do tons of branding. And they've got – it's usually some sort of energy drink or, like, Mountain Dew or something that they partner with. And then you go and you, <laughs> you can buy 12 packs of Mountain Dew and, like, get, like, a ton of XP, like, double XP for, like, six hours or something like that. They haven't done a ton of it this year. I'm glad to hear that they've got some pizza rolls. And yeah, and some pizza rolls. They got <laughs> they. It's true. They got me good. And the whole time, because I'm always ranting about like advertising in the machine and how that, nothing is fucking genuine in this world. And then here I am at High V, just muttering <laughs> like, "God damn it, I'm fucking buying these pizza!" Like, fucking, I'm part of it. <laughs> That's funny. So one one thing I want to highlight about the campaign is just that second mission in uh, Pic- uh, Piccadilly, where and so Oof. spoilers if you're you know uh, don't want to know anything tune out but uh, I'm moving forward so where there's <laughs> a legit terrorist attack in the city is like holy fucking shit yeah uh, when I was playing that I was like. My God, like, I can't believe they put this in a game. I can't believe uh, they went there. I kept thinking yeah. that over and over, actually, through this campaign. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> it was intense. At some yeah, point. super intense. Um, but, re- like, w- done well at, at the exact same time, too. In previous iterations of the game, they had not done it so well. But it was really well done and frightening and, yeah, intense. Um, uh, another thing I like is the co-op mode. 
that's in there. Uh, so AJ and I tried that one night and then my daughter woke up. So we had to stop communicating and it was late. Um, but where we were able to, so AJ and I, and then two other randos paired up and we're doing this like onslaught. We had to like go kill all these bad guys and uh, yeah. unlock these certain areas. I actually thought that was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and that's um, the spec ops. So Gabe can't, that's the thing Gabe can't play for a year. Damn that. On Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can I can play I can play some Spec Ops missions. I like can. The classic? You, can just, um, you can just not play one specific thing in Spec Ops or something. Oh. Yeah, Is it that yeah, though? It's, Is it that? It's Is just it survival. Name? Oh. Okay, so oh. we can play that. And, yeah. And that, and I don't even sweet. want to play survival, so fuck it. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Um, so we, we could we could for sure all play together. Um just throw you guys as Activision IDs in the Slack. And then, uh, we'll I already sent you a friend request, I think. Oh, crap. Perfect. I haven't Can been I, on since. Yeah. I need to complain about something. Do it. That's, yeah. a, that's my role here. So I did rent this game, as you I just said, from Redbox. And I knew this was coming the first part. I had to put the disc in, obviously. And then it takes <laughs> however long to download like the 70 gigs that's on the disc. So I'm like, okay, fine. Then it does that, which takes like 45 minutes. Then there's an obligatory update, so you can like start the game, but you can't do anything. Like you can't play anything other than just stare at the title menu until it does the update. The update depends obviously on your internet speed, and for whatever reason, it took three hours for it to download. So then I'm just like, screw it. I think I had to, I don't know, go to bed because I was tired. Whatever. I'm not gonna wait up for three hours <laughs> for this thing to update. Then I get up the next morning and. Even though I already have a Blizzard account through whatever I signed up for a Blizzard account four years ago, it comes up with this thing that makes me sign up for an Activision account. <laughs> so then I have to take another 15 minutes to sign up for an Activision account. Then after that, there's another update for like five or ten minutes. <laughs> then I can play the game. It was ridiculous. I hear you on that. Yeah. Uh, today, yeah. Uh, I was going to play, and then there was an... So they rolled out season one. Uh yeah. of their battle pass today and that took about an hour and a half to maybe even two hours uh, I, I lost track because i was doing other yeah. things uh to download i was like ah damn it i wanted to play and now this is the download um I but was that playing. is <laughs> you you said you were playing i was playing and the match ended and then it was oh. just like you cannot connect to the network and i was like what the fuck yeah. and then update <laughs> but i guess it's needed just why did you do it at 11 a.m <laughs> yeah you know i guess it's better than you know prime time right you know, yeah at, you know in the evening yeah uh, they, they probably use data to identify right when the least amount of people are playing so yeah good point and they probably do it at different times all around the world too so um yeah. one thing aj and i were talking about while we were playing we kept seeing what you know kind of looked like a monitor and we thought that was PC, but that's actually a TV. And those are Xbox players, because last night when I was playing, I played against somebody that had a moat, like a legit modem uh, oh. on their thing. And I was like, you know, there were the PlayStation symbols, there were the TVs, and then there was one modem. I was like, oh, no fucking way. It's like, so okay. that dude's playing on PC. And that's the only time I've ever seen it. Okay, yeah, I've never seen Weird. a PC player then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think that was actually a big deal i think they uh i remember hearing something in the news about them not wanting the xbox icons on yeah or whatever yeah yeah so they had to do some other symbolism for them True. it makes sense though because that would yeah. you know be advertising so yeah i i am interested gabe do you see the playstation logo uh on multiplayer nope or i do not like i a, see like i see TV. tvs yeah, yeah, yeah. So same. It's it's probably the same thing that that we're seeing. Mm -hmm. The only the PC that I see is a tower. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Do you see the PlayStation logo in your dreams when you sleep at night? Oh, every night. That's what I think. <laughs> for the every past twenty five years. Weird. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to jump into a news story that we got about Call of Duty actually, and kind of blur news, news, news. Call of Duty <laughs> with the news. Yes. Tonight, top news story, Call
call of duty modern warfare is denying players the time honored tradition of stomping noobs thanks to se doster at kotaku for writing this up go give them a click but this is part of the reason why i think i'm having fun with this game because the matchmaking was fair and i was able to like learn the game without getting fucking killed and quitting (laughs) yeah i think that's what makes me want to pick it up i normally don't even attempt playing shooters since like halo 3 online because it's not really that fun i think gears of war one and two taught me that lesson severely (laughs) of like not unless you're willing to dedicate all of your time to it don't even bother so i think it's very cool that they're doing this Yeah, yeah and so Another thing I was reading that actually is not in this article, the matchmaking is done. Uh, They take your last five matches and then pair you with people that have similar results in there, which I thought was really cool. So, you know, I think that changes whenever you're playing in a group. Um, But, you know, pretty much every set of rounds you're changing, you know, the people you're playing with mostly. Yeah. So every five rounds it recalibrates. I I think that is the most fair matchmaking I've ever heard or seen. Yeah, it's pretty cool that's one of the the biggest things that i really like about this game it is a little bit difficult because i do play with someone regularly couch like we're on the couch playing together someone whose skill is much higher than mine (laughs) Um, so as like when i'm playing with my wife again who's much whose skill is much higher than mine as i'm playing with her i do wonder sometimes about who it's matchmaking for I'm not like trying to toot my own horn or anything like that, but I think it is matchmaking more towards her as she's usually the player one. So I do find it like a little bit difficult sometimes as I'm playing to get in a fair match when I'm playing with her. But again, I don't mind at all. Like I like playing with my wife more than I like winning. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see more of, and I haven't played a ton of it solo just because that's, that is the game that we play all the time um, with each other. And I try to play other games when I'm, playing solo but i would like to jump in solo um and really see kind of how i stack up in this matchmaking maybe we can do that after this because i'm gonna play after this we'll see i don't forget your burritos and mountain dew dude that's all i eat (laughs) since thursday after thanksgiving is over i bought call of duty and like a pallet (laughs) palette about dew yeah yeah just go to costco man get like a palette of mountain dew and a palette of doritos yeah dude this game is so good also i want to i don't want this maybe we should move on but fuck the every time the match ends you like unlock something like every time and and maybe it's because i'm in double xp i was playing in double xp so i should keep that in mind so i was leveling up faster than normal but Every fucking time it ended, and I was like, all right, I got to go check out this cool thing I got, whether it's a muzzle or a sight or a skin or whatever. That's the thing, though, with like these weapons. There's so many attachments. So yeah. it allows you to do that where every time you finish a match, like no matter if you win or you lose or you perform poorly than you thought you did, like you're always going to walk away with something. Yeah. Super fun. And, and yeah. I really like... I really like that every gun has its own level because that kind of gives it some replayability and like like a little bit of grind because you you like okay cool I got this new gun and then it almost kind of sucks a little bit at first but you're like rewarded like oh here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing and before yep. you know yep. it and it happens faster than you think you've got this badass gun <laughs> That's Again, my wife, she's really, really good at playing this game, and that's one of the things that she's really good at is just going through and leveling up all the different guns to the point that, of course, she wants them, but then also, like, getting all the good attachments for every single gun. Like, And that's how she levels up herself, is because if you level up a gun, then you are leveling up, and the more achievements you get with that gun, the higher level you're going to get. So she's, I mean, she's really, really good at this and puts a lot of... Does she have what she's doing when she's when she's playing? Does she have like a different loadout for every map setup and like different like oh this map is for this gun and this map is for my sniper and this map is for <laughs> um she she usually kind of sticks with a set loadout uh, as far as I know um okay. I could ask her more again I I want to get around here to talk about Call of Duty and hopefully. <laughs> 
hopefully that that time comes soon. Um, yeah. Sorry, hold on. That's something look. like because that's something like Monster Hunter. I have different loadouts like for the the fire monster and the ice monster. It seems like there's an opportunity there to have like a lot of different pre-saved loadouts for whatever. But are you guys doing the? Uh, so you know, there's like the boot camp unlock and then the level two unlock where you go through and it's like get 50 kills with you know an smg get 50 yeah. kills with an lmg yeah um, the missions yeah are, are you guys doing those yeah i completed the boot camp one and then now i'm doing a different one it's called yeah. like best of the best or something yeah so in any cod prior to this i've never done that before this is the first time i've ever like because it was very different in world war ii they still had like the same general idea and this is the first time i'm like I got to fucking do this. Uh, and like the dailies, I'm like, I got to fucking do these dailies. Today was yeah. like five yeah. headshots with a pistol and I'm at like two and I'm like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I got and... a sweet emblem from a daily too. It's like a skull with devil horns and like bullets going through his head. It, Cause yeah, it was like nice. a headshot thing. Yeah. It's super cool. And he, an- he's animated. His mouth is like, Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah. I that's... did. I did a lot of those. And, um, playing advanced warfare back and that was that game came out six years ago i think now um but that was one of the things that again my wife and i we just obsessed over it was like all right what's a daily thing what's a daily challenge what are we gonna get we need a cool pair of sunglasses are we gonna get a cool hat are we gonna get a cool suit of armor like that's one of the things that, I, that it's so much fun in call of duty to be doing that that stuff so I, yeah, that I really, is what, really like those. And... That does remind me of one negative thing I have to say is I wish you could edit your guy more. It's like preset operators instead of I wish you could customize sure. your guy. That yeah. that they're yeah. missing out on a huge like money maker there too. I feel like. Oh, that's where a lot of the microtransactions came in, and previous COD games were just emblems or you know, things for your gun or like hats or pairs of pants pairs of boots you know yeah. should we move on <laughs> so yeah guys, I would love that for john i would love to <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no. but i gotta i gotta go <laughs> oh okay yeah so, go take care uh, of your daughter yeah uh good talking y'all i'll talk to you soon uh john go buy call of duty peace okay. out <laughs> sounds good <laughs> do we want to talk about the mario maker 2 update yeah okay perfect so mario maker 2 yeah, has I think, an update coming soon. What do you think about it, John? They think it, AJ, have you played it? No, I haven't. Oh, I really man. want. I sh, I this might get me to buy it though, because it's adding like almost a whole new game with like because you can actually use the shield and sword and whatnot. Yeah, it seems pretty cool. Um, so <laughs> other than um some of the random like dudes that you could add before and objects they're also adding the master sword will come once it'll act as like a mushroom wait no not like a mushroom like a flower yeah because it doesn't move right yeah or whatever you know what it grows it grows out of the box yeah one out of one (laughs) of the power-ups it's like a power-up that you pick up and you turn into 8-bit link and you can do you can throw bombs, you can shoot arrows at like straight ahead of you and at 45 degree angles above and below you. And those arrows can pick up objects. The bombs can get you through walls that even using something like that in a Mario game previously you couldn't get through. Uh, do you guys watch that video? or? Yeah, I watched it where you told yes. me to, where he oh, yeah. at the three minute mark or whatever. Mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It seems pretty cool. I can imagine people will come up with a lot of really good um, and clever ways, as they have so far with the materials they've been given already by Nintendo. But with this added feature, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. As a huge Zelda fan also, I think it's pretty badass. Is this the first time that Zelda's been... Sorry, that Link has been featured in a platformer? Mm -hmm. I'm... I mean, as far as I know, I'm sure there might be some game from way back in the day that we can't think of or we didn't play, maybe. I don't know, maybe Four Swords or something like that. But as far as I know, it is. That's cool. Yeah, That's I, cool. Think it'd, I think it'll add a lot of 
neat things. And I hope Nintendo develops some levels also just to kind of make it a little bit more interesting. I'm the type of person where I need something finite. Like I need it, I need there to be an end in order to like keep me playing it or keep me from stopping like what the AJ has with Call of Duty where you just like keep going because there's no reason yeah. to stop playing. Like that's another reason I am trepidatious about getting into multiplayer games sometimes is because I know that that I have that in me also to just never stop. So oh, I'm going to go play immediately after we hang up. <laughs> yeah. More power to you, man. Like yeah. that's awesome. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of excited for it. Give me another reason to pick up that, that game again, which was a very, a really good game. So I'm kind of stoked. Sweet. Good. I say it's going to be fun. Word. Well, I know we're talking about Mario Maker and all, and I'm very excited about it, as I'm sure you all are also, but this week marks 25 years of PlayStation. So with Holy that in hell. mind... Yeah, right? We're old. Uh, I was what, but a wee lad. Um, but a wee lad. <laughs> I thought we should all, and the listeners out there, can chime in via Twitter, and we can read some of your responses next week, but what is your favorite playstation exclusive game of the past 25 years well when we had to walk uphill both ways to gamestop which was that's right called (laughs) funko land maybe then i don't even remember it's been called like three different things but yeah i think you're right i had uh, the badges and eb games those were oh yeah i remember that (laughs) i think I'm going to have two answers here, and it's not exclusive by any means, but Monster Hunter World's probably my favorite PlayStation game just by... The proof is in the pudding, and I've got like a thousand... I've been double spooning it. <laughs> double spooning it? I gotta give credit to that. Andrea Renee on What's Good Games was talking about all the weirdness of Kojima and how people are just spooning it up and then give me a double another spoon and then they're double spooning it so <laughs> that's and i didn't plan on using that right there it just kind of came to me but i had to give credit because i love that double spooning it God, it's very funny yeah so i've been du- i was double spooning monster hunter basically for the last year and maybe it's just because it's more recent and that's why i have two answers my other one is twisted metal 2 because i love that game nice. and I want it on my Switch really bad. <laughs> what was that? On? Was that on the original PlayStation? PlayStation, yeah, it was a PlayStation game, dude. I fucking loved it, and I, I knew the codes and stuff. That. Oh man, it, it was gruesome for its time. <laughs> I would have to say that my favorite one is gonna be classic. It's Crash Bandicoot Warped. Like, oh nice. That game was so much fun, and that Crash Bandicoot was my intro to basically console gaming. Uh, when I was a kid, that was the first game that my dad got for us or my parents got for us when we were kids. And it was the first PlayStation game that I'd ever played. I played it over at uh, my cousin's house. And Warped, I think, it's just that game was so much fun. It's just a perfect combination of Crash Bandicoot and kind of what video games were at the time. For sure. Especially what, what platformers I've, were at the time. I have that insane trilogy on my Switch. Oh, is it? I was just going to Yeah, ask. I've gotten an yeah. Xbox. So. Have you, <laughs> is it good? Yeah, I mean, it's perfect. Oh, yeah. I've I mean, it's it, exactly what it, what you expect. What it was. I never played those either. I actually, like, I didn't really get into PlayStation games until PS2. I had, mm. like, an N64, and I had friends that had PlayStations, but I, I don't even remember. I know I played Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. But I think I played it on my PlayStation 2 because it was backwards compatible, Ooh. if I remember right. Uh, so I don't think I ever had a PlayStation. So my first memory of a PlayStation 2 game is uh takes me back Tekken whichever one that is but I think my favorite all time is probably Uncharted 2 and I've played them again recently I think that game segued us into where games exist now as mm-hmm. a whole and like being able to tell stories in an interactive and immersive way mm-hmm. uh I think basically began there in my experience anyway so and i think that's what kind of brought me into back into gaming as just more of more than just like something you do in your pastime but like something that you can actually be a fanatic and 
in love with. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah go PlayStation. Well, happy birthday, PlayStation. It's been 25 yeah. years this week. We're very happy for you. I'm picturing, like, a PlayStation flag being raised and yeah. a te- single tear is dropping down in my eye. That's right. <laughs> While someone plays taps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. A 32-bit sound card. <laughs> no, it's, no, it, no, it's the Crash Bandicoot theme song. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or something. I don't know what's the play. Yeah. No, Crash Bandicoot's raising the flag in yeah. that costume that he wore all the time. Yeah, the yep. stupid commercials with, with a one paw on his eye. with yeah. a paw on his chest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right, All you right. have been listening to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast. I want to thank you very much for listening. If you want to write into us, you can find us at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter or. Write us an email at mngamerspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Gabe Fall. You can find me at Gabe Fall on Twitter. AJ, where can people find you? You can find me at AJ underscore ID. That's E-I-D-E. Give me a follow. And John? I am at Johnny Samsonite on Twitter. Ow, ow. Ow. AJ, you should change it to A-J-I-D. I should. Can you just change it? Yeah, I just changed mine like last week. Gabe's daughter oh, yeah. does not care for Did that. Did you lose idea, all your followers? Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Um, she is the judge of everything we do. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Happy gaming. Bye. Bye. <laughs>